Welcome to FPL Radio for Friday the 28th of April. We are very close now to the end of the season. We are getting into game week 34. My name is Matt and I'm joined as always by Mr. Ryan Hodges. Hello, Ryan. Hello, Matt. Game week 34. Uh, that's usually where I start to play in recent recent uh, seasons go by. But uh, yeah, no, lots of things have changed where seems like we have a lot more things to think about throughout the whole season and I think our journeys have sort of gone different directions and I think we'll touch on maybe some thoughts around where we may have got lucky or or, or made some good moves so uh you know I seem to have done okay last couple of weeks but look Matt I'll put you out of your misery you cover off bit of game week 32 where we played three hits and then where we've just been in 33 yeah, uh, yeah. So free hit was thirty two. That's obviously the blank game week. Um, so I did. I played my free hits, um, and it. I think I did the maths, and I worked out I was about two two points up on my uh, non free hit team, which was pretty disappointing. Um, uh, just sort of none of the things really worked worked out. Really, you know, I brought in the Liverpool guys: Salah, Gakpo, Alexander Arnold. Salah as captain, he did get seven points, wasn't terrible, but I think my captain would have been otherwise on Saka, who got who got 13 um uh points anyway and was in the team. Gakpo came off having 59 minutes, something like that. Um front three of Solanke, Watkins, and uh Jesus managed to do nothing. And sort of um the only real major success, I guess, was bringing in um Sam Johnston in in goal on the free hit, he managed to get 10 points in a clean sheet against Everton. But yeah, that was a that was a shame. Um I think, you know, I it's a bit of the story of my season, really. I don't think even looking back on it, the moves were the wrong ones. They just didn't they just didn't really quite work out. But um I well, mean looking well, at the sort of mid midweek Matt, game. You um in your free hit, you would have taken out Isaac, wouldn't you? Who was in your team? I had to take out Isaac, yeah. yep. He would have yeah. scored uh thirteen he well. got in that game week. I think I took out Harry Kane as well, who scored six points oh, yeah. um oh. uh, in in there. Um yeah, just uh just a shame yep. really. Um with a few of those guys, but you know, I'll roll the dice sometimes. But um, yeah, then we just all go to the midweek game, which is 33. This won't take long to talk about. Um, 44 points for me, 28 of which came from Erling Haaland as captain. No one else on my team scored above two points this midweek, which was uh, pretty disappointing and uh, doubly disappointing. Well, there's a whole bunch of disappointments, but I took out my move was uh, Kane and Madison to Watkins and Salah. Watkins and Salah, four points between them. Kane oh, wow. and Madison, 17 points, I think, between between the two of those. Um, and the, I did actually make a bit of a mistake. I meant to have Raya in goal rather than Kepa. Raya scored nine points. Kepa scored one. Um, March on the bench with five points. So, yeah, a very disappointing um, game week, really. Um, not that it really matters, to be honest, in many ways, because my season's been over for a number of weeks. But um, <laughs> you sort of look to... Look, I was hoping to end on a little bit of a high and gain a bit of respectability and maybe in some of the cups but um you know that's now it's the time to take some some more wild swings and you know whether i finish a millionth or 1500th it doesn't really matter too much but let's uh let's bring the tone up ryan you've had a couple of excellent uh excellent weeks i think with your you played your free hit i think in 32 and and your wild card in uh in 33 and it's worked out it's worked out pretty pretty well for you hasn't it yeah so i think 
Let's go back to when I think did you play your wild card on twenty six game week twenty six when all around those doubles ben, yeah. around yeah. that one yeah and I decided to navigate through hits so if my team was okay I had sort of had Salah and I, the only person I haven't had throughout this period has been Harry Kane and that is that that's been painful to watch not only is he sort of one of my heroes but uh, yeah he's, he's been constantly scoring points but I've had a spread of points across the rest of the team so game week 32 played my free here and I got I think got exactly the same points to 62 it was it was it was average um, and I think you touched on it really Salah captain I had Saka Martinelli which did okay but pretty much the rest of the team was a bit a uh, bit of a mur. Um I had uh, what did I go for Isaac? Um, I had him on the bench. I sort of played others ahead of him, like Solanke and Eze. I thought they had better fixtures than, than that one. And uh, yeah, 13 points sitting on the bench as well as a, another clean sheet from Palace, like the Anderson. But I think 64, 62 was okay on the free here. Was it a waste? Um, I think it was better. Uh, you reckon you were, what, four out uh, in all sort of a game, was it, Matt? So I think, I think... I think I worked it out purely if I hadn't made any transfers. I was yeah. I was two up, I think. But I probably up. would have okay. taken I probably would have taken a transfer and maybe maybe made it even worse. So yeah. it was uh, you know, pretty worked out about about even. Yeah, so anyway, I, I have not done matter, but I was I was okay with this. I think it was it, I wanted to attack and then look the game the wildcard came out in thirty three ahead of double game week thirty four, which we're touching in a minute. But I got a a whopping eighty points this week. Um uh, players on my wild card. I'll try and go to my transfer history. It's probably going to be easier than trying to memorise who who I took out or who I didn't. Uh, right here goes. Um, I took out a stupid man. I put stones. I put him on my bench. He scored a goal. Uh, Matt, you can take some credit there. You, uh, you sort of said, thought, oh, maybe a city defender going forwards be a good one. Uh, and I, I sort of. The way I did this is I took out stooping then and I put in uh, stones, but also that allowed me to move out Iverson and put in Steel, Jason Steel, and obviously he got that whopping uh, ten pointer, which was which was brilliant. So uh, I sort of yeah, uh, even though Stones were on the bench, I'm not sure whether I would have actually got Steel because I wouldn't have been able to get um, the extra Brighton player. Uh, Isaac uh, came in for. I mean, I made a few two things. I was looking to go down the non-playing forward route, but I thought I spread my funds more. Uh, Solly March came in for Saka. Um, I didn't fancy Arsenal for the next three. I might get them in to see where they're at um, in sort of the running from sort of, I think it's 35, 36, 36 uh, I think it's 36, 37, 38. The fixtures look okay, but at the moment I'm going without them. Um, I put in Delo of Man United for Gabriel. Again, that sort of double game week in mind. Uh, I think that will become a Newcastle defender. Um, I bought a, a Tony came out for Greenwood and then Greenwood for Isaac. So that, that's that one. So with Alexander Arnold for Tarkovsky. Um, and I bought in Eze um, um, initially, but then he disappeared. And you're probably losing track here. But, um, but other than that, I think anything anyone else, I think it was it was pretty much about four or five uh, moves. Uh, so go through my team that, that got me the points. Uh, Jason Steele, uh, that 10-pointer. Right. Tyrone Mings. Oh, my God. What a player he has been for me. And he has checked me up the league tables. A 15-pointer this week. Goal clean sheet maximum bonus uh, he's just been phenomenal uh so he's really just i think you mentioned him Matt, my, my most valuable player he's just been sensational so really good there uh trippier letting 
uh, letting in a goal again against Everton. So he's really not, I think he hasn't returned in 10 games now. So someone to watch. Uh, Alexander Arnold came in on the wild card. I think I might miss that. Rashford came back on the wild card. That was actually, looks like he's a bit of a differential a bit now where people got rid of him and hadn't bought him back ahead of maybe double game week next week. So 12 point against Spurs was good. Salah, nothing. Grealish, nothing. Mitoma, uh, nothing. Up front, Haaland, captain. Uh, Watkins and Isaac. Um, bench of De Gea, uh, so I've got the right goalkeeper choice there. Um, Solly March, uh, five-pointer stones I mentioned in Dolo. Um, Isaac, did you see his assist for, was it the fourth goal of Newcastle last night? I think it's incredible that wasn't given. Um, particularly if you look at the one Kane was was awarded as well last night. It was, uh, well, they say yeah. rebounded shots uh, are always going to be given. It's just the course of direction had changed. The initial place where Isaac passed to was Callum Wilson. I think he took a nick off of an Everton knee and then fell in the path of Murphy at the back post. I've had a few uh, uh, Twitter Twitter mentions out there because uh, it's just when you get some of that. I mean, it was if you haven't seen, it's the fourth goal Newcastle. Isaac takes on about six Everton defenders, pirouettes about eight times, crosses the ball, and Jacob Murphy's in the back post to tap it in. It is phenomenal and a non-assist. Uh, I'm sure uh, the actual Premier League will give Isaac that assist, but the fantasy leagues won't. Right, so. Look, summarise, 80 points. I have now gone in the last couple of game weeks, so 31, I was sitting at 107,000. 32, I didn't go anywhere. I just literally moved back, got red arrow, uh, moved back to 108. But this actual 80-point eight game, game week has put me in 68,692. So I'm in those five figures, which probably was the goal before the... Uh, Go before the uh, season just to try and get a top 100,000 finish and we'll go from there. But um, yeah, my points bench, I've lost um, three game weeks. I'm trying to think when I played my bench boost, but I've had 16 points, 23 points and 17 points in the last uh, three game weeks. So it's not, not been too bad, but we go. Right. So look, Matt, um, let's talk uh, fixtures. So it's a double game week. Your best to cover off who hasn't got double game weeks and who has. Uh, so we'll probably start with who has and then we'll, we'll try and talk around those players. Go for it. Yeah, teams in the double game week. This one, this week, uh, Liverpool, Fulham, Manchester City, West Ham, uh, Brighton and Manchester United um, all all doubling up. Um, so yeah, some really tasty um, teams there, I think. Um, I think obviously a lot of people have got, have got Haaland and maybe a few other City assets. Liverpool assets as as well, um, and United assets are sort of are interesting as well alongside Brighton, really. So I think it's it's definitely this week is 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 fairly straightforward to lot sort of what you need to do in terms of getting it's it's one of those ones of the double game weeks line up with players you would want to own anyway. We've previously had examples of double game weeks where you might have to bring in double game week players from Crystal Palace or Southampton or mm. Everton or something like that, and it's it's always less appealing, particularly if you're not on a free hit. You don't want those players sort of longer term, but um, I think you know, particularly, um, well, particularly Brighton. They have they have three double game weeks left over the rest of the season. They've got a double game week thirty four, thirty six, thirty seven. Um, City and United also have two double game weeks um, uh, in thirty four and thirty seven. Um, or I think it's United thirty seven. It's, it's around then anyway. Um, yeah. So I mean, these are players that you know. For example, if you take someone like. An Arsenal player, they have five games left for the course of the season. Whereas if you look at a Brighton player, you know, you're talking about um, what's that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games of the season. So you get three more games out of these players um, now. So 
I think it's a quite a it's quite a tempting and and quite a sort of um probably gonna be a very popular sort of strategy to load up on these players that just have you know sort of pure numbers um really over the course of the season you're talking about these guys that are these are guys you want to earn anyway and if they're sort of going to be getting two or three more matches than than comparative players I think it's um uh, I think it's a pretty straightforward move but I also don't think you necessarily need to go with a full double game week 11 there's there's obviously some some tempting games out there um if we look through the fixtures of some of those teams that have um uh, single game weeks we've got Newcastle um sort of hitting a bit of form at home to Southampton um we have, 11 goals 11 goals last yeah. two games Newcastle so yeah they are tasty fixture well. um you know Brentford at home against Forest Forest terrible on the road so if you've got Raya like I have in goal, um, he's a tempting option this week. Um, and you know, you've got potentially even the sort of Arsenal players, you know, playing at home against a Chelsea team that seem basically incapable of of ever scoring. Um, Arsenal will be looking to sort of bounce back potentially and and maybe putting a bit of put of um fire in on the run in and sort of keeping that pressure up after their sort of disappointment in um in midweek. But yeah, Ryan, obviously you played the you played the wild card last week. Um you I suppose I've done it with with a view to this double game weekend, obviously the rest of the season in mind. But how how many doublers have you got in your team as it stands today before any um, sort of transfers? Uh, full 11 plus, uh, plus one on the bench, so 12. But I don't think I'm going to... Uh, sorry, my bad. Um, I've got 10 plus one on the bench, 11. Um, but I don't think I'm going to play one of my doublers um, because of that Newcastle fixture. So maybe I'll tell you my lineup at the moment. I've got an um and an R in between De Gea and Steele. And at the moment, I've put De Gea in goal. Villa at home, right and away. I think better fixtures than Brighton's. Where Brighton have got Wolves at home and Man United at home. It's it's really a real 50-50 call there. Um, no doubt you'll get it wrong. But the reason I put De Gea in is because then I benched Dalo. And I can play Trippier. I think Trippier might outscore Dalo um, over those two games that Dalo's got. And, and Trippier's one home game against Southampton. I think Trippier could get, I don't know, clean sheet, assist and, and some bonus where Dalo might get a uh, uh, like possible clean sheet. And he's also not nailed. Um, I know he's playing at the moment because they've got so stretched at the back. So at the moment, oh, that's why I've gone De Gea in goal. I've gone John Stones. <laughs> Yeah, I'm hopeful he'll play. It's just I know you've got um, and see you've got the semi-final coming up of the Champions League. So whether there's rotation coming there, but uh, two fixtures, I think he'll play. Um, Alexander Arnold, that's a lock. Like that's just got him in Tottenham at home, Fulham home. I think he's a really good captain choice. But we'll come on to captains later because there's a certain Norwegian who's pretty good. Um, Mitoma in midfield. We spoke about Brian's fixtures. I think that's great. Um, possible. I'm uh, like that. We spoke around that they've had a long FA Cup, 120 minutes. I think it looks a bit leggy in that 3 1 defeat midweek, but they've got two games. Look, that's absolutely fine for Brighton. I've got Grealish. Grealish is still there. Um, watching brief Grealish, I'll, I'll, see, I'll get him through these two games and then I'll see where City are at and how close they are in. in um, in that Champions League tie because I think he might be due a rest with Foden seems to be back. Salah, absolute lock. Another good caps to see shout. Rashford, double game week, March. I think March is is just that great um, great one that just ticks along. I got rid of McAllister and I bought him in March. I thought that was, he was better long term. Haaland's locked in and then 
Isaac's playing up front at the moment, Southampton at home. A bench. I've had to bench Tyro Mings. Ah, Emma Ollie Watkins. Uh, United away, I just... Villa are in such good form. I could see him scoring and that's why De Gea is a little bit icy and whether I get it. And then if he scores and I've got my two players, well, Watkins on the bench, you might get one of the goals. So it's it's really hard to call at the moment. Um, yeah, it's just when when you get a wild card, you get some really good players. I've not I've not got any of those. I mean, like they're so cheap. Minx was so cheap for me. He was 4.3 million. Jason Stills, 3.9 million. Uh, and like Isaac's not not costing the world. So yeah, it's 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 hard. Um, but I'm happy with this. Captain C's the one I'm not sure about. But yeah, eight, 10 double game weekers plus sort of a, I suppose, a, a, a double double um, goalkeeper still going forward will be uh, playing in those others. But yeah, uh, so that's where I'm at. But Matt, what, how are you looking? Yeah, not terrible. Um, one, two, three, four, five, six double game weekers um, for me. Triple Brighton, Matoma March, and Estupinen, uh, Salah, Haaland, and Shaw are my triplers as well. The single game week players at the moment, I'm not too disappointed with. I've got Ray Air in goal against Forest. As I said, Forest pretty nice. terrible on the road. Although they did, they did get that sort of surprise result against Brighton midweek. Um, but I think Ray is probably fine there. Trippier, you've talked about him, even though he's sort of massively dropped off recently, um, but always a threat on the set pieces. Um, Isaac as well up front didn't start in um, in that game um, in midweek. So potentially a bit of a sort of rotation risk there. But I think he's sort of just being managed. Sort of he seems to play most of the time. Wilson sort of comes in maybe once every three games just to give everyone a bit of keep everyone fresh. Um, and the two real question marks for me are they are still allowed Saka and, and, and Martinelli in in, uh, in the midfield. Um, both sort of obviously playing Chelsea at home. Um, so I think in terms of sort of my strategy for transfers this week there's a few different options um I'd, i need to bring rashford back in i think um sort of uh, missing out on him is, was, is damaging he's a real form player um going into um a double game week so you know there's there's variations of it where i do for example the the really simple version is i just do like rashford to sack to rashford or something like that um yeah not easy, that easy sort of transfer i've only got one transfer this week um uh Otherwise, I could do something like Saka and Martinelli to um, Rashford and Grealish, potentially. You know, I think yeah. Grealish is a really solid pick, but I don't think he's necessarily got the big upside. Um, or the sort of swinging for the fences, um, you know, uh, I'm a million I'm a million places in the world. At this point, it doesn't really matter, but nice to sort of go out with a bit of a hit. Is trying to work out a way of getting De Bruyne in. Um, he is a real... Um, he he big, really big sort of Kev. turns up big game big game player big sort of run in um play does really it was sort of this point of the season last year where he's sort of i think he scored four against wolves um still my greatest free hit ever was bringing him in on a free hit for those four goals and captaining him um <laughs> uh, last season he has a slight knock i think he came off about 10 minutes before the end um pet reported he had a little bit of a um sort of niggles it was described as we haven't had his press conference today to know sort of what that is I think De Bruyne, the, the problem with De Bruyne is he, he will be a rotation risk throughout um uh the end of the season with with the um uh with the Champions League semi-finals coming up. First leg is on the ninth, um uh, the ninth of May. Um but I think potentially, you know, as much as the the news has been sort of Arsenal have completely lost the title now, they're still not City aren't still aren't actually top, so they do need to sort of win the rest of these games to um to put some pressure on they have a reasonably tricky end of the season they've got sort of on paper you've got Chelsea Brighton away and Brentford away so I think definitely Pep would want to sort of get 
over these next four games, maximum points, Fulham, West Ham, Leeds, Everton, you get the points there. You hope Arsenal drop a few more points and then, you know, maybe you can rest someone around sort of the the sort of game week, between sort of game week 36, 37, maybe. So I think potentially it's, it's one of those sort of high upside moves um, to bring in, bring in De Bruyne, but it does require a sort of fairly substantial hit to do that. I'd need to do sort of like a, I'd need to do like Saka, Martinelli, Watkins, out for like Rashford, De Bruyne and a f- like a non-playing forward and then basically play Haaland and Isaac up top, five in the middle. Um, I don't think it's terrible um, and just sort of bank on, you know, maybe I can move some money around to bring in Martinelli back in for a Brighton player at some point, but probably just go without them for the rest of the rest of the season really. But I think that's, that's probably my yeah. options. Um, the, the sensible move is Saka for Rashford. Yeah. The Maverick move is what you just explained about getting De Bruyne in. Uh, what the fixtures? Fulham away, West Ham at home. Um, it, if you think, if you think he will play both those games, De Bruyne, I think you do it. It's just how does the City Champions League games work out? So do they play Fulham away, West Ham, and then Champions League was always the Champions League in between? I think. Uh, no, it's it's Fulham, West Ham, and Leeds, and then it's the Champions first game oh, okay. of Champions League after that. So, oh, so um, maybe, yeah, okay. So you have they shouldn't be too much rotation, other than maybe coming up early if they're winning by yeah, eight nil or whatever. Just, if he's if he's confirmed that he's definitely fit in the press conference, I think probably yeah. in my position, I might as well just sort of do it because I think it's yeah. the kind of thing where you know if it comes off, great. Maybe I go up. 500,000 places between the end, now and the end of the season. Yeah. If not, it doesn't really matter. Um, really sort of swing swing for the fences, really. I think, obviously, you know, if, if the positions were reversed and I was in your point, your your position, I don't think it's worth worth doing. But I think if you're chasing, if you're looking for something that's a little bit of a different option, I think De Bruyne is a, you know, is a, is a real sort of um, high upside player. And he's he's absolutely cracking form at the moment. So the last four game weeks, three goals and five assists. Um Sort of hasn't hasn't blanked um, for 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 sort of a number of weeks when he's when he started yeah. really so um, yeah he's in form it just there is that slight sort of risk of, of if he's got a little bit of a knock actually maybe Pep doesn't you know maybe Pep doesn't risk mm. it um, and plays him in the sort of midweek midweek game um, I don't think he'll play every game to the end of the season but um, yeah I think we'll we'll see it's the that's the fun option but yeah uh, who knows yeah well let's say press conferences see series and um i mean i think he's when you're on when sitter on this sort of run i think you said it he, he's just that main player everything he just seems to step up to another level and uh yeah if you can get on that that's pretty good what's his ownership matt i mean i know we're touching on the next sort of differentials what, what what's his ownership he is still quite high actually he's 27 oh, really? um, oh well just higher than i thought it would have been um yeah Okay. Yeah, I don't know sort of if that's if that's ghost teams somewhat recent, but well, yeah, potentially yeah. some teams from the start of the season. Um but yeah, that's interesting. So what, but what about captains? I mean, when you depending on what route you'll go down, does the captaincy stay on Haaland? I think I think for me it's on Haaland this week. Um we've we've sort of seen him move into the top of the um 32 game Premier League record this week. Um he's got I think he needs two more to get the all-time Premier League record and you know he's um chasing a lot of these games down i, I think the way pep seems to be doing it is, is he starts the games he scores two and then gets taken off at about 60 minutes once the game is, yeah. is done and i think as i said pep's not going to want to mess around with these fixtures you know it's 
it, really if they can sort of if they can i think win sort of three or four of these of these four games then you really sort of close the door on 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 arsenal whereas if you know a, a slip up here against fulham or west ham or something like that just galvanizes arsenal and really sort of just just opens the door again when it when it's feeling sort of like it's squeaking pretty shut so i suspect that's probably the case um the other sort of tempting options are obviously salah um this week two home games um uh, for, for them spurs and fulham i didn't see the spurs united game um uh, in midweek but obviously um uh, spurs fought back in to, to get a sort of draw there so you know maybe ryan mason is putting a bit of uh, a bit of sort of something back in back in there but um i think i think i don't think salah's a terrible option i think he's a, i think he's a pretty good option really in in the grand scheme of things but i think for me it's going to be on harland you know he's just he's just so explosive um and he's just in he's in really good form again um uh, at the moment just, the whole I, team I thought, they're clicking. I thought he had a different role again in, in midweek against arsenal he seemed to come deep and then de boyne went behind him so sort of from flick ons and that was obviously the first goal and uh but he missed some absolute sitters didn't he and i was thinking the goal would never come but <laughs> i had a couple of assists and i thought well i'll take that as a captain and then he nets and all of a sudden, he's gone from maybe like a twelve-pointer up to a twenty-four-pointer. Obviously, doubled up and uh, both ways. But yeah, it's just um, it's frightening to not captain him. The two home games for Liverpool does look enticing. And I, obviously, I watched the Tottenham game. Uh, defensively, we are all over the place. Um, just, just I don't know what they're doing at the back. So I expect goals. Uh, but the key thing around the second half, it was. I mean, Son, he was given a bit more license to get forward and came then dropped back. So he did a sort of a similar thing with what Holland did and, and Son him running behind. And um, and that's how they've linked up for the last three or four seasons. And whether Mason just went back to basics and said, like, Kane, you drop out and put the ball in behind and Son runs onto it. And that was the second goal. Son missed a, a one just before he scored. Um, but yeah, second half... Pleasing performance as a Spurs supporter after the debacle of Sunday. Um, but I think like Ryan Mason's got a free ride, and I think you can just let the players, um, I don't know, cruise into whatever will be towards the end of the season. But um, uh, maybe a bit of freedom now that, yeah, it was it was it was clear to see Kane was pulling the strings, and um, and players were just sort of yeah giving it a go, which was which was good. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying. To, so I'm not saying Sonny's a, a, an option again, because just because he's too expensive and there's no good double game weeks for Tottenham. But um, players with double game weeks this week, um, I mean, I think yeah, De Bruyne is a good shout if fit. Um, Liverpool players, Diogo Jota, um, he had the explosive return um, against Forest, then only got the one pointer and 58 minutes in midweek at West Ham. Now looks like he's got a knock. I think the Press conference from Klopp was he's got a heavy knock and uh, he should should feature. Now, whether that means he'll get rested for the first game and come back in the second game, um, I'd expect that. I, I don't I don't think you're going to get two games out of Jota. Maybe you'll get some minutes in the first game and then he'll start the second. But um, yeah, I think be careful in bringing Jota in. Uh, just think Nunez might get a run out, certainly against Spurs. I mean, I think anyone can score against Tottenham at the moment. So, yeah, I think some Liverpool cover is interesting. Gakpo, yeah, 
uh, well, I've got him on, a, on the free hit and yeah, didn't do much at all. And did he score midweek? I can't remember. Did he score him, Matt? Didn't he? Did he? It was that same. Yeah. So it's classic. You sort of bring these players in. But yeah, again, Gakpo's not a bad option. Um, another double game, which we, we sort of haven't touched on West Ham. It's because their fixture is so bad. Um, so I suppose Palace away isn't too bad, but then City away, it's just that's the tough one. But I think um, the one player is um, for West Ham, Brem Rama. I think he's on pens. I don't think he's a bad option. And um, Ben Rama is 5.5 million, 1.1% owned, but yeah, I mean, he's, he's done okay. It's just not great from, from uh, all of those things. I just wouldn't really want to go anywhere else. Like, Paqueta no, seems to be doing okay. Didn't, yeah. you know, two and two, but yeah. I mean, I think really there's enough. There's enough sort of tempting double game week players from from the rest of the teams. Really, I, I suppose. Yeah. I suppose if you're on a free hit and you you need someone for the yeah. bench, you know, someone like Pakatar or or Ben Rama, you know, not 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 terrible shouts. I mean, Bowen is is decent as well. He's just expensive at eight million. Yeah, I think he's probably um, out of people's considerations there. Really. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't think there's any real sort of particular standouts there. Obviously, Fulham um, play um, a home against yeah, City and away against Liverpool. Um, not, not obviously not very tempting, but you know, obviously the the one of the man, men of the season, obviously Andreas Pereira, um, still sort of very cheap in that midfield. If you're looking for an enabler again, if you're on a free hit, he's a good one as a sort of first option off the bench, just if you need some some extra minutes cover. Um, he's obviously always going to play and, and always a bit of a sort of threat on on set pieces as well. But I don't think there's anyone. Obviously, but I think if Mitrovic was was available, he'd be in in more consideration. You know, players like Watkins and, and Tony, maybe people starting to think about moving on potentially. But um, I think for now, it's probably unlikely that um, that, that there'll be many sort of options there. Really, I think yeah. it, it definitely feels like we're shifting back towards a big midfield. Yeah, sort of the strategy and the solid five. After a sort of, you know, I think everyone started with maybe one or two with two up front, and then over time we shifted to sort of getting three with a sort of mid-range striker options, but it feels like, again, we're sort of drifting back to those big players in midfield. So your, your Salas, your De Bruyne's, um, and, and sort of an enablers in the sort of Brighton price range is, is going to be interesting as well. Yeah, like Man United, we spoke about Rash, we spoke about De Gea. I mean, I've got Dalo. He's He had a great, great um, fixture against Forrest a couple of weeks ago. He only played... Um, we did play full ninety last night. I thought he got taken off, but um, I mean, he's always an option. But it's it's weird. It, I couldn't I couldn't work out where he was playing last night. I don't know if he was one of the holding midfielders, but you sort of had Wan Bissaka there. Then you have got Luke Shaw playing centre half next to Lindelof, and then you've got um, I'm trying to think who's left back. But yeah, it was it was it was a bit bizarre to see what what their lineup was. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's an option. Four point seven, five point six. Um, Sancho scored nice goal actually. Seven point one million, three point one percent. So he could continue in that role. So what happened? Sancho started on the left hand side, and Rashford was down the middle. Um, Rashford got his goal down the middle because yeah, it was Bruno Fernandez who's who's just ticking over at the moment. But again, I think he's just too expensive with nine point four million, seven percent owned. Um, he's now gone ten games without a. Premier League goal, um, which he has never done before, I don't think. Um, so, yeah, he's been on a bit of a drought. Very unlucky not to score last night. He he, um, he got through and crashed one from against the bar from about seven yards out, which I suppose Spurs were pretty ho- uh, thankful for that because it would have made that 3-1. Um, 
Yeah, so that's sort of man you covered. We spoke about City, Liverpool, all of those others. So I think, um, I don't think there's much more you can do, I suppose, other than that, just avoid Chelsea players. Mm-hmm. Um, I like they're, they're, they're in bizarre form at the moment. I just nothing's clicking at all. And yeah, what I mean, I, I got rid of Kepa uh, on the wild card. I just didn't think it's worth keeping uh, moving forward. So yeah, put, put, brought in Jason Steele for him and. Uh, I, I suppose he's just got to stay there for you, is he, Matt? Well, I mean, he's one of the ones potentially. If I need to do this okay, big, oh, the big here, move around, like, yeah. I think I'd need to move him on just to free up a little bit of cash. So it'd be a you know Kepa to probably Iverson just to sit yeah. on the bench for the rest of the season and just go yeah. with Rayo or, or something like that. But that I'm getting into sort of minus twelve territory, I think, at that point. So <laughs> De Bruyne would have to have a good uh, De Bruyne and Rash would have to have good weeks um, to justify to justify that move, but. We, well, um, just like last one, um, uh, yeah, I know we're probably, probably running over. Last one, Newcastle, we, we've mentioned Isaac and um, you, your boy Willock. Um, I say your boy Willock, he's probably like three seasons you got him in and he scored what, like seven in seven. He was excellent. He's, yeah, and he's yeah, on a bit of a run again. Season. Yeah, yeah, 4.7, 1.1 owned. And it's like this Newcastle team just to play him with a lot of freedom now. And it looks like well, they're still not secure of this Champions League, but they're in good form. So, I think that will continue double game weeks coming up. So, yeah, just um, he's a nice one. I, I've pre-mentioned Jacob Murphy as well. Scored again last night, 4.1 million. You're looking for sort of a, whether it's on a free hit, 4.1 million, 2.9% owned. I think he's an excellent option uh, just to fill that bench of uh, Newcastle players. But, yeah, pretty good. Southampton at home. Um, not double game week this week, double game week in 36. But, yeah, just um, pretty nice things. Right, Matt. Um, yeah, well... Well, let's let's let's. I want to pick you up. I want to want to make sure you have a good into the fin into uh, the season. I'm um I'm just playing vicariously through you, really, Aaron. You know that that John Stones transfer. That's my idea. So yeah, that, that's uh, it. That's really sort of the, the what's what's doing it. So in many ways, we're sort of co-piloting your team. I've decided to <laughs> give it up on my own team. But um, you know, plenty plenty. It'd be nice to finish on a bit of a high. Um, obviously, if you're in mini leagues, like we're in a we're in a sort of mini league um that has a cut active. That's probably sort of becoming active either over these couple of weeks, depending on how many players you've got in that, in that league. Um, I think we got buys um, into the first round of the, of the cup, Brian, based on our, our free hit scores. So um, first sort of week proper for that this week. Um, so yeah, plenty to, plenty still to play for and, you know, sort of finish, um, finish on a high, but yeah, lots to think about this week and we're going to call it, we're going to call it there. Um, so yeah, double game week, load up your teams, load up your benches, um, lots to chat about um, before, uh, we speak again next week to look at game week 35. Um, yeah, brilliant. Thank you very much for listening. And from myself and from Ryan, best of luck. Yeah, good luck all.